fair fire on a sonsy face. Great chieftain o' the pardon race, I've been the ma you tak your place, pinch, tripe or thrain. Will are you worthy o' a grace as lang as my arm? Your groaning trenches there you fill, your hurdies like a distant hill, your pin would help mend a mill in time o' need, and through your pores your dews distill like amber bead. His knife say rustic labour dicht, and cut you up with ready slicht, trenching your gushing entrails bricked like on a ditch. But then, oh, <laughs> what a sect! Warm, reeking, and rich. Then horn for horn they stretch and strive, deal take the hindmost on they drive, till ah, the wheel swelled kites belive their bent like drums. The old goodman's mace like to arrive. Be thank it, hums. Well, is there that hour as French ragout, or olio that would store sue, or fricassee that would mack her spew with perfect sconner? Looks doon with sneering scornful view on sick a dinner. Poor devil, see him hour as trash, as feckless as a withered rash. His spindle shank a good whip lash, his neve a knit. And through bloody flood or field to dash, oh, how unfit. But mark the rustic haggis fed, the trembling earth resounds its tread. Clap his wally neave a blade, he'll mack it whistle, and legs and arms and heads he'll sned like taps o' thristles. Your powers wha mack mankind your care, and dish them out their bill of fare. Old Scotland wants none of your skinkin' ware that jops in luggies. But, if you wish her grateful prayer, here a haggis. Be safe. <laughs> Something about haggis. Oh, man, that's horrible. Address the, hey, guys, happy Thursday. Hey, hey, guys, hey guys, it is Scotch for Dummies. It is more than just happy Thursday, Scotch for Dummies. We are celebrating... Burns night. Burns night. It's, it's not like, Burns just night. Just dressed for the occasion. We did, but we're but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. Who all do we have here tonight? Mm. We have I'm a Andrew. Lot. Hold on a second. I'm Chris. Mark. I'm Drew. I'm Sean. Hey, and Greg. Special, special guest Greg tonight. Yep. Um, Greg has brought some samples and he's got some stuff that was going we're, to help us have a show tonight. Yeah, we're we're, we're actually quarter percent samples. I bought another sample. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're going to try to uh, respond to some of the comments on the Lagavulin video from this yep. week. Right. Um, we're going to have to do that a little bit later in the show, <laughs> though, because we've got something else coming up. Yeah, uh, we had a little sideways there. <laughs> yeah, we got blind tasting that, that that came out of nowhere, so we prepped for that. We've got that tech. We want to talk about Burns Night a little bit more. We want to get into the Log 16 and the, the re-review, or kind of one of our yep. first re-reviews that we're mm -hmm. starting, right? Yep. Um, what else? There's a little bit of scotch in the news that has to do with Burns Night, so we'll get into that as well. Yep. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going who on. Who all is on, man? Uh, we got a bunch of people on. Uh, I see Bud Matthews is on, and how could he not be? Yeah. Uh, being the uh, the guy in charge of the Lagavulin Appreciation Society. We had society. a good shout-out for him, too, during the show. I know yeah, he's we got did. some new bit members since then. Heavy. Very good. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jules from Scotland, and hopefully her husband's up by now. She was on the pre-show with us, so that's <laughs> awesome. Stuart! Uh, one of your guys from uh, your... PUBG oh, group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Xbox on there. PUBG guy, Nick. Yeah. What's going on? What's up, Nick? Bob H is on there. Jimmy T. Uh, Whiskey to Success. 
Osiris is on there. Everwind, as always. Ahoy. Brad Murphy. Ahoy. Uh, Justin Overpeck uh, made it to another live stream. Welcome, sir. Nice. Uh, Navdeep Gill. Uh, Steve A. Is he? Do we know him? We've got, we've got Andrew Spurls on, One Lost Cause. The Linux Cat is back on again. Uh, yeah. Look at that. Eric nice. Dollar. Mark Soliva, man. Mark's a great name. I'll drink to that. Captain Pass Whiskey. Captain 3D. Always good to see him on. Salt Million. Salt or Sunday Evening and uh, Bree are both on. Nice. Eric Waits on. Bob H. We'll talk about those two in a little bit. Stuart. Stuart. Looks like we got a lot of good people on. So yeah. cheers, everybody. Welcome yeah, to the show. Welcome to the show. show. Long week, guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. It has been. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit before we get going into everything oh, about what? Burns Night. We we watched so, yeah. part of the part of the poem, right? Yep. And we screwed um, it up, of course. <laughs> I was going to read it, but uh, Drew didn't have any confidence in my uh, well, language you, you can still read some if you really uh, want to. But I thought you got had that accent. He covered it probably. I don't <laughs> know. I, 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 did, sound, I think I would have done okay, honestly. You know yeah, what? That's fine. For those of you that are coming on a tour. Just, Sean and I will work on this yeah, a we'll, little bit more. We'll be more prepared. We'll, we'll be good, man. You're, you're going to get more of a show than you realize. Um, <laughs> we we might have a proper fun. haggis in front of us when we dice this thing. Yeah. I got news for you. If I got a knife, it's getting cut. Uh, I'll one. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Robert Burns and his works. Uh, 261 years old. Yep. Saturday. Saturday. Early. Saturday is his birthday. So we're a little uh, bit early. But. And the uh, the Burns Night tradition has been around for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, like right after his death, they started it. They started a, an appreciation society, and it's kind of been in the same format ever since. Yep. He's um, a national hero which, of sorts. I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, what he did, you know, collecting some of the, I guess, folklore it's stories and songs around. Scotland and, right. and kind of popularizing a lot of that stuff so that it was more broadly known. And he was also kind of a, I don't want to say, out, he was outspoken. Uh, so I guess that's sure. probably the best way to, yeah. And he, he wrote in traditional Scottish and then like a, an Scottish. English mashup mash up, and then in English as well. So Traditional um, Scottish Gaelic, is that? Yeah. You know, and, which and, is what makes it fun for us to try to understand. Yeah. Like, what? So my first experience was with you a couple of years ago, and I, I posted, I had a recording for my phone. It's not a very good recording, but we were on our, our tour a couple of years ago uh -huh. now, and our good good friend Niall. Who's uh, our tour guide. Tour guide. Mm -hmm. He actually did it, and everybody loved it. We ate it up, right? And I, I've never heard of it since then. Now, of course, I've, I've heard of it many times, and know what it is now, but it's it's something to really appreciate with the, with the tongue, right? The proper, yeah. proper tongue. Right. And so if you've if you've never had a chance to be involved in a Burns Night dinner, I don't see why you wouldn't. Why you shouldn't. But if you live in the States, probably not having haggis. Now why is that now? Why aren't we We're having eggs? intro for Chef Scotch. Yeah, well. American rice. Yeah, you can, you can have a. American version. Yeah. Which isn't really haggis. Right. Yeah. Uh, there are. Even if it's cooked. There are certain <laughs> ingredients, uh, namely lung tissue, uh, that the USDA frowns upon because you can't properly clean it. Right. Because it's got all sorts of pockets yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. So while you could. You know, back in the day, they were using it straight out of a freshly killed animal. Right. There wasn't time for bacteria to do anything harmful, and yeah. so it, it wasn't that big a deal. But for the USDA, if you're trying to ship sheep's lung into the United States, they frown upon that because you can't 
properly get all that well, stuff out TB, there. Well, isn't TB something that's transmitted in the lung? Very that, yeah. But so, so, it, it's mainly because you just can't, like, right. there's pockets and okay. you can't get it clean. So, so uh, um, Eric Wave ha- always shows that he has a he has a canned haggis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it's made in Scotland and canned there, so it's already cooked, can you have the lung in it? Or is, is it is it raw lung that's a problem, or is it any It's lung? probably the raw lung I would think that's the raw a problem. Lung. If it's cooked, then you've got it up to industrial processing temperatures yeah. and techniques, and then it's 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 canned, and so then it's a stable food okay. product. So it's probably fine at that point. But have you ever had anything that's canned that's better than... No. Exactly. So no. No, it's kind you, of like eating see... canned asparagus versus fresh asparagus. Well, and when you see that, I, I don't, when you see that, then bring that stomach out and split it open and it peels open i i can't imagine what it looks like in a can or is it just like they take a slice and drop it in a can and it's like good well, to go. so have you seen alien there's a scene where yeah. that flops over and, no i'm just kidding <laughs> i had haggis at the uh smws it's not as bad as you think it no is. i think it's probably good it's, all the oats and stuff in it's it. much yeah. more grain yeah, yeah there's a lot of yeah. oats, and it, I, it was it took i had it had to take a leap of faith but i trusted roy it was good it was good he showed it to us there and we had yep. some and yeah definitely more grainy than i thought it was um so. I don't turn my nose up at anything. So there's a haggis. I'll probably do the address and get a knife out and cut that thing open. I'd love to do it. They, they squeeze it. Haggis for breakfast a lot over there. Ooh, so. there you go. Oh, Eric says he would challenge anybody to tell you a different a blind tasting between the can and the regular. No way. <laughs> really? I don't know. He's had it more than I have. I well, can't. Like, eight times <laughs> in Scotland, twice in can. Canned pumpkin yeah. spam, spice spam is banging. <laughs> so Six there's been a couple other people that have joined on. I see Lee. Um, Scott's in the Bayou is on, um, and then there was there was somebody Ross's that was new. No, yeah, so, uh, Sla- Ross, yeah, Trap. whiskey mystery. Yeah, there's Rostislav traps. I was just saying hi to a couple of the new people that have come on. One lost cause. Um, yeah, Stuart. Stuart try Quetra UK. That's, that's nice. Stuart. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Okay. So on Saturday, across around the world, people are going to celebrate Burns Night, right? Yep. And there'll be yep, plenty of deal. scotch to drink, um, and I'm sure where they can, they'll be eating haggis, and they they will recite that poem at every one of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but in light of that, yes, there's Bob. been, uh, to, to tie in scotch in the news, you got it? Hang on, hang on, wait, wait, cue it in. I guess it's Scotch in the News. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to do something. Yeah, you got to do the intro. You're Sean. This Hi. is Scotch in the News. No, it's not my news article. <laughs> no, it's not much of a Scotch in the News, but it does have to do with, with Burns Night. So, um, and looking on uh, out there and what's going on in, in Scotch, wide world, uh, aside from terrorists, whatever, we can still talk about those, but I'm getting bored with those. Um, it was it was Scotch. It was Burns Night. And so there were a few articles. I found one. Sean found a couple. Um, what Scotch to drink on Burns Night, you know? It's a good conversation piece. Why not talk about it? So we pulled up this article from Forbes, and what caught my attention was the fact that the person they're interviewing to select these eight scotches that he chose uh, is someone that we know. It's Tommy from Fine and Rare. We've eaten at his restaurant a couple times in New York City, Manhattan. Super nice guy. He also owns the Flatiron. That's what it's called, right? The Flatiron. And it's a huge whiskey bar. That's Tommy. I mean... Incredible whiskey selections, uh, 
Steph's taking us there. They got they had some incredible jazz. It's just an yeah, awesome it's like just venue. A cool, it, it feels like you stepped into the 1920s. <laughs> but uh, it really does. Good food, good it's whiskey, such a cool place. Good music, good environment. So Tommy went and selected these eight whiskeys that he recommends someone would drink on Burns Night. It starts off with OP15. I, I think he's watching our reviews. Um, <laughs> King Alexander the Third, Bingo. Uh, spring Rank 12, Casks Rank. Boone Haven 18, I'm going bang, bang, yeah. bang. Yeah. Like, right? These are all money makers. Right. I mean, Good stuff. I, exactly. The only one I have Boone not had is the Scapa Skurin, which I'm sure somebody on this Oh my gosh, right? it's like everything we've ever liked. Signet, Balvini 14. So it just yeah. it was something fun that I wanted to point out to everybody. Because we, we know, <laughs> I think you watched We've had dinner with a guy. And, uh, but I, and, and I can't disagree with any of the selections. Right. Not it, it was funny to me because I was looking through for Scotch and News. I was actually searching for a very specific bit of information because I had I had heard on an interview that since the tariffs were put in place that Scotch whiskey imports were down 30%. Hmm. And so I had been scouring the internet trying to find like a government site or something that had like specific information about the imports and exports and you know if that was if that was accurate. Uh, I, I couldn't find anything, I, and I looked all over the place for it and was unsuccessful. But if that's the case, um, you know, we've we've talked about, you know, some of the things that might occur, and I, I was kind of curious if anybody's got any like granular information about like, is it higher end stuff that's being cast off? Is it just like thirty percent across the board? Like we usually get three of these bottles, now we're down to two. You know what I mean? Or if they were targeting specific, and they even went so far as to say it was a, a guy that was being interviewed on WhiskeyCast. He even said that uh, uh, he was a member of the trade group, and he said that there was a couple of distilleries that were flat out just not coming to the U.S. anymore. Really? They just mm. couldn't afford to get into the market, and they didn't feel like sense. they could compete at the price that their whiskey would have to be sold at with the tariffs in place, and so right. they were just skipping it. Yep. Which is, you know, that's awful. <laughs> it is awful. I've read an article about it tonight, and it said that some of these um, these uh, distributors and importers, where they would normally allocate, let's say, $100,000 to scotch for a year because of this looming tariffs and stuff, they're they're putting $400,000 into it. They just want to get it here because once it's here, mm -hmm. it's already, you know, it's... it's right. It's a sunk cost. Right. So it's a matter of spending a lot now and storing it to have, not have to spend that extra right. in tariff. but. Well, and, and if you can afford to do that, right, so the yeah. big players could afford to, to do yeah, that to exactly. an extent and try and ride it out a little bit. But I uh, I did find a interview with um, one of the distillery managers from Spay, and which I thought was interesting because you know this right. the year and we're going to visit them, um, and he was saying that they were just kind of they were still trying to put a little bit into the market, but they were just trying to maintain, mm -hmm. and all of their efforts were going towards China. Yeah. Which they're killing they're, right they now. They were so focused on you? on getting into that market and really pushing the whiskeys over there, and they're just leaving can't us out. They're ripping that market, and hey, you it, know it's big. It's yeah. There's a ton of people. So, there's a billion people. <laughs> so yeah. even if you get you know, even if the Scotch drinking is a quarter of what the U.S. is, it's still a lot of people. I, it's still a billion people. I think there's going to be a lot of strategies based on how big your company is. You know, if you're Diageo. You can afford to kind of slug it out a little bit and, you know, maybe take a little bit of a hit getting your stuff into the market. 
like you're your own importer, so you can control your pricing a little yeah, bit more. Whereas a lot of these guys, you know, if you're a smaller distillery and you're trying to get your stuff into the market, you're you're at the mercy of that importer getting their stuff in and then what they price it up to. You know, you've got a distributor involved. It, it's a lot harder to dictate how the market goes at that point. So I don't know. I, I think this year is going to be a little topsy turvy on whiskey prices in the United States. We'll see. The one article I read it made a comment, you know, if it gets out of hand, it'll just turn a lot more people to bourbon. And I'm like, That's correct. not this guy. I'll just hunker down and <laughs> well, rely the thing on is, my stash. In your scotch bunker. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Once you've gone to scotch, going back to bourbon is okay. Lame. Well, it's okay, but it's not, it's not going to be your specialty. So, that's so, my opinion. But also, is tariffs affecting the ones coming from like, Germany and Netherlands? If it is no. single malt Scotch whiskey. If it's single okay. malt, right. But it, there isn't a tariff on blended. No. So. Waterlocker, no tariff. Right. Whatever. Which, <laughs> well, and you've got to think about that too. So like a big company like Diageo that's importing both can, can afford to take a little bit of a hit on their single malts because they're making up for it on the other right. side. But a company like like Spay, that their whole product line single. is all single malt Scotch coming into the country, like you know, I, I can understand some of these smaller guys being like, "Well, we're out, Jerry." You know what I mean? Like we can't we can't get our stuff so, into market and compete. Interestingly enough, about this topic though, so I just ordered. I got two bottles in the mail today. Just showed up today. It was from Whiskey Exclusive. It was mm -hmm. the Kilcarran. You just brought a couple bottles that um, from for these guys that they that Mike Porter had ordered. Um, Anyway, long story short, the guy that runs that online store, I've communicated with him. I've actually called. He's called me. We've talked on the phone because uh, I've ordered from him before. And he was very interested to see how this transaction was going to take place. So, and, and, Like and, in a dark alley? Well, no. Yeah, he's like, I want to know how the shipping goes. I want to know when it shows up to your door. I want to mm. know if you have to pay an extra tax. And so I talked to him, and I said, okay, I'll, mm. I'll let you know. So I actually already emailed him. But when I hung up, I thought... Maybe he's never been to the States and doesn't realize that that's never how it's going to go. The, the, the mailman's not going to come up to my door and say, hey, you know you owe an extra 25% tariff on this scotch, so yeah. here, cough it up. No, that, it's paid at customs. And it's not. So, but anyway, you know, that's weird because. In other countries, that may, it might be that way. Yeah, when I, sh when I ship stuff to, to Europe, samples, or which we can't ship. But, um, the like, owl. But even, you mean the but owl. Even, like, um, not us. No. No, but even like T-shirts and coins and stuff, if it if it goes above a certain threshold of money, it, of value, it, yeah, it stops at the border. And for those guys to receive it, they have to go and go to the customs no, office pain and pay an extra tariff to be able to get their merchandise, which the sucks because our stuff is priceless. Exactly. <laughs> and so you know, and it's like if I put the real part, the real value. So you may pay ten dollars for a coin, but really it's like worth fifty or hundred. So if I put that on the on the label on the customs form that I have to fill out, then they got to pay you know twenty percent right. VAT on that stuff. It's mm. ridiculous. It's just it's kind of a, a weird yeah. thing to figure out and see how it went. Uh, by the way, you know, it showed up. The bottles were great. You know, I mean, the shipping was a, a what? little holy cow. That's custom. awesome. Did you guys see this from Michael? A little extra party tuning in from Oil Rig and where? Azerbaijan? Where the hell is that? <laughs> that is pretty badass. I'm in an, an oil, oil rig. rig. Well, if I had something bored, I'd drink to you. We will here in a second. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need to. We'll set the stage for this. We got some peaty stuff we'll mix with oil pretty soon here. We're right. <laughs> so, right. Before we really dive into the, the review from this week, the re review of Log 16, we had a, a, a special sample that showed up. Um, so Sunday evening more. scotch. Uh, I, I don't think we should do this. Has, or you guys shouldn't. I'll do it. 
had um, had a, three different bottlings of Allardyce, Glendronic Allardyce, we which is an 18-year-old age <laughs> statement. But everybody knows the story about Glendro shutting down. And, and so Allardyce right now is the hot one in front that's getting ready to – it's the oldest it ever will be before it goes back to 18. So at the end of the day, Michael sent us an Allardyce 18 that is 18 years old. He sent us an Allardyce 18 that is 20 years old. He sent us a sample of Allardyce 18 that is 22 years old. And then I brought a bottle of Allardyce 18 that is 24 years old. So what you see in front of you are four different pourings of Glendronic Allardyce 18. Technically, they're all different ages. Nobody knows which one's which. I've got them labeled with little colored stars on it and written down. It doesn't. So who knows which ones? Well, we're going we're gonna to pass these around and we're going to see... Is there a difference between the 18, 20, 22, and 24-year-old Glendronic Allardyces? Can you tell them the, the We color? think one's... I think this one's think darker. That one's darker. This one's darker. I don't know if that mean, what that means, but it is darker. And then it, it almost goes... I, they're very close. It, it's they, harder to tell because this one's got darker. a little bit of the, the, the glass itself. This, but this one is definitely darker, yes. but the other three I can't really... It's right. Tell. These two are very close. It's, it's a shade darker. So do we know Glendronic adds no color, right? No, they do not. So this is only barrel color. Yep. Okay. And one's White Walker with E150. Awesome. <laughs> I'll be able to tell. So that. anyway, you know, grab the first That's one and, and start it around. So uh, it, the, I don't necessarily want to. I'm, I'm not trying to grade them on which one I like best or. I'm trying to see what the differences are. Is yeah. there a difference? It would be interesting to see if there's a subtlest difference, the big difference. Mm, nose first, or yeah. Just <laughs> pass it back. What do they know? Puff give. I mean, Ooh, this is this is lighter. It so is. you're already telling. Yeah, that, that that's got a more aggressive uh, nose. Are on they it. all the same ABVs? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Which it's on. I don't know. What's the ABV on other dice? Forty six. Yeah, that nose is completely different. Oh, and this one's fruitier. Like not even close. Yeah. Great. Uh, and this, this one is, is definitely it. lighter. This is going to get different. So, so I'm going to say, so for the, those on the podcast, we're going to have to be talking in uh, colors of stars. So the <laughs> true, the, true, the, true. The gold star. Why you, so why don't you set, set us up here to the stage for the podcast? Right, so, what we got going on? So the first one we, we we started talking about. What the color of the star on that? Uh, blue. We're gonna try and keep in order. So we start with blue, then what's green. that? Green. Then green, then yellow, and then we will finish it up with a silver star. That's the most wonderful. So the silver star. This is the blue. Silver star is the darkest, but oddly enough, it has less fruity, less light, and more of an aggressive smell as well. Nose on it. So the so we guys, you gotta explain. Start talking in the color of your star as you make your observations. I, I get an acetone note on the silver. The silver, while darkest, it, I, I think has arguably the least pleasant nose. I'll need to go smell that. I don't know. This I feel like they're so the blue one's pleasant on the nose. Oh wow, this is the, it's nice. The deeper, deep, rich the blue, smell the to it. Nice. This one, the green. I, I like the green too. It's, it smells lighter, so you get a little bit more fruit on it. I think. Mm -hmm. Drew's going to be the bottleneck here. <laughs> so I just tasted the blue. I know. Mm. It, it is definitely lighter. It is definitely. The green is definitely this, lighter. This one smells, so I'm on uh, yellow or gold. It mm -hmm. smells a lot like uh, green. I think this one smells a little bit more grainy. I can smell a little bit more whether it's straw or or, or, or the barley. It's not malty, though. I think the gold is a little, little bit Oh. More richer than the green. <laughs> this yellow, the gold is sweet. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, man. 
that's that's tough to beat right there. It's got sweet, it's got yeah. malt, there's a nice round spice note going Sean, on. Sean doesn't even care, he just wants to drink them. I'm on the silver, nice it's got a bit of funkiness to it. So Sean just tasted the blue. The green is, again, it, it is lighter. It, it doesn't have the punch oh, and the nice power and the oak and the you know the woodiness of the of the green blue one or the blue mm -hmm. one yeah, all right so time to time for me to try the yeah, gold the, the silver smells a little funny it's it actually smells like really young fruit it's, it smells like it's yeah it's like more ripeness to it than the other ones mm. so this green one uh, it it tastes like a little bit lighter version, almost like you put water on the blue one. Mm -hmm. It's got it's mm -hmm. got all the same characteristics. I get the spice, but it's less. It's a little bit sweeter. Um, I'm jumping the gun. I get a little bit of the oak notes <laughs> out of it, uh, a little bit more than I did on the blue. Uh, it seems like a little more approachable in that regard, but it's it's definitely like you can tell they're related very closely <laughs> but they're but different they're, they're not the same they're not the same so this silver i i mean i i'm probably going out on a limb and, and i'm completely wrong i'm gonna get smashed with this but i blind it smells younger it just smells more youthful it smells like it's not as old but as the other mind, none of these are under 18. so these are none of these are young scotch freaking talent baby yeah. so <laughs> Blue is so, more leathery so far. So the gold, the gold you haven't tasted any of it. I just did, but just the blue. Yeah, the gold. So it's more leathery than what? I'm just saying. It's Go ahead, leathery. Sean. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is leathery. Sean, talk about the gold. Thanks. The, these guys, you guys are the reason the podcast gets ruined. <laughs> <laughs> They'll drink so, to it. So the gold to me is in between the blue and uh, the green. Uh, it's still full bodied. It's not as spicy as the blue. Um, but it's a little more well-rounded, I think. Um, the sweet is not quite as prevalent. It, it's good. It's it's full-bodied. I like it. I mean, I like all of them. Don't get me wrong. So <laughs> I'm not gonna care which one you give me. You know so, what I mean? So the the silver is is interesting because it, it doesn't have the potency punch of number of the blue or the gold, in and, my opinion. And this is the darkest of the four. It is. Yeah. It's what, like they yeah they used over sherry casks and didn't give the age to it. I think the green smells much more. What, what kind of sherry is used in this? Is it PX? I... Pull the bottle. It's right behind you. Uh, huh. well, hold, what, what? It doesn't matter. We won't know which one's which. It's, I just wanted to read the oh, label. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it? So the green has... I, it smells it's like more, blue. more like sherry. It's like almost. It's got a taste on it. All right, Greg. Try try this last one. I have to say that blue, I think, is one of, is arguably my favorite of the of yes. the four. And then I would probably go. I think green's pretty darn good too, though. Silver, I'm, not, I'm not knocking green. Um, I'm gonna go blue. What's that? Gold. Gold. Yeah. This one and that one. Green and silver. I, I will say there is a, a considerable difference between the first two. Both wonderful. Both wonderful different scotches. I haven't drank this oh, one. Man. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> hey, now. Bottleneck. So, so that's the question. So people are saying which is which. We don't know yet. I, I'll know. reveal as soon as I taste the last two. Stand by. <laughs> There's a bottleneck in the back. <laughs> They're thinking about it a little too hard. Mm-mm. Mm. -mm. mm. Oh my gosh! So they're all wonderful. I'm going yeah, blue, gold, green so far. We'll see what silver does. Where's blue? Who's got blue? Hurry up! Yeah, that gold is. <laughs> I'm gonna try it one more time. 
They're all, I mean, okay, so first of all, blue, gold. Would, would we, is, it, is, is it safe to say that, yes, I agree that yeah. they, they smell similar and taste similar, but there are differences. Oh, yeah. I, the I don't is, know that they smell similar. I mean, no. they do, but I think the noses are very different, even more so than the palate. The palate is actually, I don't want to say super close, but but reasonably close. Yeah. You know, it's the degrees. Yeah, yeah, you tell a difference. And but. you're not going to be able to tell the difference if... If you're drinking one at your house and I'm drinking a different one at my house and I say I get spice and sweet and, you know, I describe yeah. it to you, you're going to pick up the same mm -hmm. stuff. It's all there, but it's in a different ratio mm -hmm. is, is kind of what I'm getting out of this experiment. So, all right, did so we win? I feel like we won. I, I think we're winners. <laughs> Hold on. But I, I would go blue, gold, so, green, and silver, too. That's uh, no, no, crazy. I'm, I'm going green first. Green? Yeah. What did, what did, green is the youngest? No, 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 no your favorite. Oh, right. what, what did you say? I said, I said the same thing as you. Blue, gold, green, silver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing um, green, silver, gold, blue. What were you? I said the same thing as Sean. Yeah. I think I did too. That's weird. <laughs> I, I knew I'd said the same thing before I looked at it. But so. so so I'm sitting here nosing him all again to, to, to try it. Kind of so, uh, what's going on? KB. KB. Holy cow. Oh, you're good killing Lord, me. KB. Good evening. So, so, what, what, so I'm going to ask Drew, what, what did you order? You said green? Green. You had blue last. Green, gold. Silver. Silver, blue? Don't act like you don't know so you can drink more. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the green. Uh, one. You did the blue last. Yeah. That I was what you said. I know. I green, green is first. Good. Who's green? All right. Man. Big reveal. Hang on a second. What was your take on it? Silver. Cheers, KB. Thank you. Thank you, KB. Blue, gold, silver, green. Okay. So you, you're the same as us two? Or? I'm going to go with that for now. Okay. So that's here's silver. the irony. That silver's growing up on me. In, in order, I'm going to do the ages. Okay. 24, 22, 2018. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, <laughs> down, yeah. right down the That's line. That's what I have, too. I like the 24 best, uh -huh. 22 second. I like the 23rd and the 18. So I'm the opposite. Huh? Yeah, you're all over the place. He likes the babies. He likes 18-year-olds. I, I honestly want to be a little different. <laughs> Just in it's, case. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Odds. So, he was a little bit off. He started off with blue, yeah. and then I think you went gold, silver, green. Yeah. That is um, crazy. I, honestly, I, that, that silver stuck out to me as just being the youngest one. I don't know why. It just, I, it just didn't seem like it had the, the depth, depth of the other one. Yeah. The interesting thing is, they're all good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're all winners. That, that really... So honestly, thanks, that, uh, that, thanks, was, Michael, for that was really Absolutely. cool. That was, that was completely blind. Uh, Mark may have known, but the rest I, of no, us I poured literally like an hour ago. I, I walked in here and there's the glasses poured. I'm like, what's that? Yeah, so, yeah. My, mine's all over the place, Michael. I did, I did it like, I did, uh, I don't know, like green, yellow, green, gold, silver, blue. So I did yeah, it. You did blue last. Yeah. Yeah, you had the 24 <clears> last. You did green, yeah. Oh, you so did now 20, that I know, 18, let me look at this. No, I, did, I did. I did 20, 22, 8, and Oh, what do you know? The blue's empty. <laughs> I wonder how that happened. I guess we'll have to pour some more. <laughs> of course, they want to pour more of the, the, the blue, and that's the one that I brought in a bottle. Hey, that means we have extra. <laughs> if anybody's looking for, for Allardyce 18 that's 24 years old, there's still some in Whiskey, Damn, I'm whiskey yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Does have I'm going to buy a bottle now. This is, I forgot how good this was. This is our um, breakfast scotch at KB. It, it is. And I'll tell you what, if you guys get a chance, if you haven't had one before, go out and buy one because it's really exceptional scotch. It really is. Even the 18 was wonderful stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, did they, I don't the mean to make it 18, sound like yeah. it was bad. It's not. They're so, all good. So go ever, everyone asks, what, what did the age taste like? So how, what, 
What about the 24 was that much better so, than the 18? So to me, it was a richer scotch. It had more depth of character. Mm -hmm. So you could tell that it was a little more concentrated. It just, it, it had a richer mouthfeel. You could just tell the difference. Um, oh, now, I'm not saying that I thought that that was the oldest one, but that was the one that I liked the best. Right. So when I went through and picked out, you know, the ones that I liked the best, I was just picking them out in order of the ones that I thought had the the best character, the best mouthfeel, the best right. overall put-together flavor profile. Um, and it just so happens that it turned out that that was in order from the oldest to the youngest. Yeah. So yeah, And so you have to consider when, when, as they age, the alcohol and the water evaporate, but all the flavors don't. Mm -hmm. So while right. these are all at 46% ABV, there is a more potency of flavor because the alcohol and water evaporate, so all those flavors just Redacted. kind of concentrate down. Redacted. So that that's why even if you dilute it out to 46% ABV, you still have more flavor in there. You just have fewer bottles, essentially. So that that's makes sense. And then... And, <laughs> And it's amazing that, that Mike, we picked that Sunday thing. evening Scott said it. Mike Porter said it. He did a blind this way with the three that he had, the 18, 20, uh, and 22. And you can see his order there in the comments. And he's right. When they do end up going back to 18 next year, and it's a Who true 18-year-old, it's still going to be good. I'll mm -hmm. tell you what. The, the gold, uh, to me, it was, it was actually more sweeter than the 24. Mm -hmm. The 22 was actually, I yeah. think the 24 lost a little bit of that sweetness. And I was just fine with it. To me, it just... It was it the was one that I wanted the most. The, the 24 had more of a spicy character to it. Um, just just kind of more of a punch in the face a little bit. But uh, they were all excellent. Like I said, I mean, a lot of them, it just tasted like you took the 24-year-old and put a little bit of water on it and just just kind of watered it down a little bit. And it, it changed the flavor profile just a little bit and, and gave you some different characteristics. But none of it was bad. What year was it? Was it the silver is 18. I think see, it's still good. So, so it's we rich, did, it's flavorful, it's fruity. It just it has great flavor. So for me, I think that uh, I, I honestly went I went a little different from you guys just to be different. But I also like the, the, the funkiness of this one. For some reason, it had a little bit more funk to it than the other ones. And I'm, I'm really, I don't know, guys, I am really on a funk right now. I love the spring bank funk. I love everything that they're doing. I'm, I mean, even I'm back not to saying you're wrong. Again, I'm starting you're to do that wrong. stuff too, yeah. so. I don't know. We each have our own. Hey, man, it's a journey. It changes. So, so do we have the time to get a wheelhouse? So, the, uh, man, the 18, just, the, I mean, you're right, Mike. Sunday evening, Scott. If this, when we go back to drinking 18-year-old dollar dice, it's, you're not it's all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, by right. the way, I don't, I don't recall. I don't know if Travis is in here. Um, but he is. He was in um, earlier. Glenn Dronick, didn't they just announce something? Are they announcing something soon about uh, some kind of, they had a website about some... Banner, did you guys see that? No, you're on to something. Uh -oh. Glendronic Appreciation Society or something like that. Oh, um, the Glendronic Appreciation Society is launching a website. Okay, oh. I think that's oh, okay. what it is. Um, and right. but and I don't, I know I'm that sure you guys will tell me the, 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 the guy that runs that, uh, Sean, is that his name? Sean Russell, I think, so. I think that's his. I think, uh, I know that that website has actually got the attention of Glendronic, and, and Sean has is met. Uh, Dr. Barry and interviewed her, and and they've done some things. Really? They're close. Wow. They're closely tied. I mean, it's a strong Facebook group, mm -hmm. um, and I think that their website that they're launching actually has you know input and a connection partnership with with Glenn Drummond, cool. So I don't know. Very uh, nice. But if you're not a member of that on Facebook and you like Glenn Drummond, you, you're missing out. I mean, we, we, we've all talked about the distillers we love, and I think we can all agree that if you <laughs> said if you need to bathe in a bathtub of Glenn Drummond, we'd be okay with that. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, I'm paying for that. Where do I sign up? <laughs> <Yeah>. Next. <laughs> yeah. Okay, dibs. So, 
That was fun. That was super cool. <laughs> it was neat. Um, Mike, I'm sending a sample of the 24-year-old Allardyce back with... You're such a uh, good person. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it on so everybody knows. So I'm sending a sample back with this guy. It um, may not make it back to Greg's So, Michael, house, if, you, if, if you get something that tastes like White Walker, you know it wasn't from us. <laughs> it's on Greg, man. <laughs> Hey. Uh, that was fun. So, guys, here, there's still some some oh, out yeah, here. Go on. That, go that, on. I'm, I'm drinking the sil- the gold. Is the gold the... No, the silver was the... the yeah, um, silver's 18. 18. Gold is 22. Two. 22. 22. <laughs> it's um, all good, man. I mean, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just Essentially, the, the older ones just have more... I use mm. the word funk, but that's not the right term. It's got more um, leatheriness to it and... Um, <laughs> The, the, that kind of flavor, it's not quite sour. It's not, you know, not the, the sweat sock, but it's got more twist to it that, that kind of builds it into more towards my wheelhouse because it's got that. So that the, the silver, the youngest one, I honestly found the longer it sat without a coin on it, just oxidized, just got some air, I thought it got better. I thought it the air helped it out. The yeah. very first nose on it, I was like, air is a little bit of weirdness going on in this thing, right? <laughs> Um, and I think it just needed a little bit more time. Lana. Yeah. see what Steve was saying? What's up, Lana? What is what? Steve? Um, Appreciation Society is getting a single cask. Oh, that oh is that what's going on? Nice. I I wouldn't have... I, no <laughs> I surprise. I, I want to get a single cask. Don't we all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss the Pipers, Lana. If, if you want... Oh. <laughs> But Bud Matthew right. says he was promised Lagavulin Love. So we, okay, so we got we got a spin on this for you actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mark, help me out. So set the stage here. So we we did Lagavulin. You actually suggested it last week. We're talking yep. through it. Um, re-review. It's been four plus years since we did it. Um, it's a staple in everybody's bar for us. Absolutely. But the interesting thing was we didn't realize. Honestly, guys, it's. It's going like wildfire. People are watching oh, it, yeah. and comments are crazy. And a lot of the comments, which I had no idea, are stating that the new Lagavulin 16 versus the old Lagavulin 16, there's a big difference. And guess what? Our friend Greg brought for us tonight. An, <laughs> an older Lagavulin. An older Lagavulin. Now, um, first of all, just to set the stage on what they are, we this one we know how old we bought this one. I mean, this is uh, bottled in 2018. Lagavulin 16 here. There you go. Um, what you get off the shelf. Yep. I will say the packaging is even different. This is a little bit flimsier. It doesn't have cardboard inside it or anything like this. This older one is a little had, bigger. It's yeah. a bigger box because it's actually lined with thick cardboard on it. See? Oh, that's cool. It's got the bottle itself has this label across the top. Like um, both 750s. So these none, neither one of these the are like a the European mo- bottling or anything. The bottles, uh, I don't know. I didn't even bother to look at them. We had a little bit of a hard time trying to identify the actual date of the older one. We used the code, the, what you call lot code? So, so there's a lot code on the bottle, and I, I did a that's, quick that's internet search because everything's on the internet somewhere, <laughs> right? And there was a Reddit thread that kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, but it's kind of a proprietary thing. Mm-hmm. The, the guy that was looking for information on it ended up writing the distillery to see if he could get some more information on it. Because I guess he f- he had a bottle that like his grandfather had or something, mm-hmm. and so he was trying to figure out how old the bottle was, and so he had wrote to them, and they were they wrote back that it was proprietary. But somebody on the thread had said that uh, you could tell the the year by the first number, and then the day that it was bottled by the the last three right. numbers. 
And so by that token, uh, the first number was a one. So it's either 2001 or 2011. Um, there's a one on the bottle, on like in the glass itself on the bottle. Um, so I don't know. I would think that if it was 2011 that the glass in the bottle would say Bud's 11. Bud says it's stamped inside the date. Um, no. Not in the old not one. Not in the old one. It's not, Bud. So interestingly enough, on the newer bottle, here's your code, L8. So that's 18. I know this was bottled in 18 because it says inside right. the box like Bud's saying. Mm. So 8 so, stands for 18. So, so this is to, at least 2011. Right. Okay, so and you said you bought you know, it. What? I thought it was like the ten more or more years ago. So, so okay. it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, so the comments though that we're talking about, you know, everybody's saying that in the last five years, Logable and sixteen has just kind of lost its quality control. It's not as good as it used to be. Two thousand eleven. It is in the box. It is. So Alan Ward says it's, it's we only need to try. It's inside. Oh, you tore the cardboard out. He's July 7th, 2011. That Bud Matthews is a freaking genius. He is a genius, man. That's awesome. Stuff. He should start a Facebook group. Damn. I'll join him. Hey, good on you, bud. So, anyway, everybody said that about some distillery one time or another. People say about McCallan's. Everybody yeah. says. Um, anyway, the thing is, is we don't know. And people have said it's, it's not the same. Sean and I talked about it before the show. You made a couple of good comments, right? We're not bashing anybody's comments. No, right? absolutely saying... not. So, and and we used to get this when we first started out. Uh, that there was a ton of people that would come on and just kind of not really beat us up, but be like, "Oh, if you think that's good, you should try this twenty-eight-year-old scotch that uh, you know they only made forty bottles of." That I bought 30 years ago, and it's like, well, that's great, but we don't have access to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so the Lagavulin comments were kind of in the same vein. And, and you know, I get it. If yeah. you've been drinking scotch for a long time, and Lagavulin was your was your bag, that the younger one. Like you can bemoan the fact that the newer version doesn't taste like the older version, and it probably doesn't. You know, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. If we're gonna find out, because this is an old, a little bit older bottle, so we're gonna see if they they changed a little bit maybe, but. You know, the fact remains that the reason we started the channel was to help people that are in a liquor store for maybe the first time trying to pick out a scotch, and they know nothing about any of them. And so for them, the bottle that's on the shelf is the only one they have access to, you know, and it really is. So, you know, we want to give them an idea of when you're picking that up. Now, 20 years from now when they're watching this YouTube video, probably not going to help you too much. You know what's interesting? And we'll be those old guys that are like, you should have had it back in 2018. It was glorious. <laughs> I remember back in 2019 that we had a bottle. That's a good old man. I was talking to some friends this week that aren't Scotch drinkers. You know how many people I've talked to that say, Oh, I don't like scotch because their first drink mm. was an island. <laughs> I mean, yeah. something smoking. Yeah, Johnny like, Black. You, you don't know like, what, oh, you know, that's so not my thing. To continue the discussion about you know the the way back wins and stuff, it's great to bring it up anyway because you know what? Now we all know, or we're gonna find out, is there a difference? And if there is. It's great to know because when I'm going in looking for that dusty and I see all these bottles of Lagunil 16, I'm, I'm oh, there's one with a little more dust. And I look at it, I'm like, oh snap. This one was bottled in 2009. <laughs> I know it's different, and I know it's better. So, I mean, it, it's good information you know to share and talk about. And if you know a little bit more about it, comment about it, because we all learn from the conversation is, is my point. You know, I mean, I appreciated everyone's comments that, that brought it up, and that's why I was really glad when Greg uh, showed up with a bottle that's a little bit older. Uh, and I was hoping to see a couple of our big log um, drinkers 
I, I really want to see Hoagie from from Germany because he's he's got some older bottles and he might be able to to weigh in on it. But um, we're gonna find out what this is about, especially considering I, I love Lagavulin. One of the comments somebody had said this was their first Isla, you know, peated Scotch. Yep. They loved it. What could we recommend with a similar profile? And, and I replied and said. Well, that's the beauty of Isla Pete and Scotch is they all have their own profile. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you like this one, stick to this one. But try the others because you, you may, may find like one you might even better. Right. Yeah. But they are unique. I mean, well, I the, can pour the ones out and we can smell them, and you know, it, it, I mean, Freud, seriously, you, you know? could pour me four of them, four or five of them. I, I could like. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Right. I know. But so this person obviously had never, it's their first peated scotch, so they didn't know. So I can tell you, have after having sampled them both, it's kind of splitting hairs a little bit. Uh, there, yes. There's a slight difference. Like, I found that one to be a little bit sweeter, a little bit more vanilla quality to it. Which is which one? The, no, the I, I don't want to know. So, so if, when, I, when, I t- when I taste them, <laughs> I when, up, anyway. when, I, when I went through them, though. when I went yeah. through them, one was, one was, a, much, one was a much lighter nose, one, one had a much more potent That's nose, true. but then when you tasted them, it flipped. The one that had the light nose had a much more potent flavor, rich, punch in the nose, or punch in the mouth kind of flavor. Wow. Whereas the other one was was more muted, well balanced, excellent, but it it was muted, which kind of surprised me that that one had a deeper nose, w- yeah, weaker nose, stronger palate, stronger nose, weaker palate. That's the way it, it hit me on these mm. two bottles, on these two glasses. Now I do know, and and Sean might, <laughs> Drew, Drew might know, Mark may know the the differences. I, now, I know what they are, but Chem rhetoric. What's that about? Well, How much is the juice wow. change is actually changing your palate? There is a difference. Yeah. yeah. Now, 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 to be fair, one's been open, one's not. Yes. We, we, that fair. is essentially but a neck pour, this per one, se. But oh, that's that's the younger one, right? Yeah, that's the one that has the mark on it. Keep the lagavulin flowing, Greg <laughs> this, says. This is actually better. I think it's richer. Time out? I, so, I, so, yeah, now that I know I which one's better. Nose or palates? Both. Scott, Scott, Scott. Scott, here, wheelhouse. <laughs> wheelhouse. Thanks, Thanks Greg. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it, buddy. So, so, since Drew brought it up, I, I thought the the new bottle, so so this is a, a newly opened 2011 bottle. Um, it had, the, the nose was fairly, was weaker, hmm. but the palate seemed richer and bolder. And maybe that's because it's a brand new open bottle, and so the nose hasn't had time to develop, and the palate hasn't had time to waft off. So, I disagree. I say nose is the nose is the nose. I, I mean, <laughs> they're not identical. You can't tell me the nose is the same. They're they're close they're enough close. to right. I mean, come on, they're man. Close. Really? They're very close. But 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 there is a more richer. And I can't <laughs> okay. debate whether it's um, his favorite lagavulin. His favorite lagavulin is Port Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> is that on here? Uh, yeah. So so, yeah, so now that it's been around and it's been sitting out for a couple minutes, I want to smell the nose again. See if I if What I was your first out. take before we do that? Cheers to Greg. Greg, thank Thanks, you. Greg. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, he's, got, he's got two glasses. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I mean, were they were they slightly different? Yes. Was it enough for me to like search through fifty bottles no. to try and find one that's one year younger? Mm-hmm. Not really. No, there no. wasn't drastic differences. No. Uh, so I mean, now if I get one back from the nineteen eighties, is it going to taste different? I, 
Probably. Probably. We know that from vintage. Like the, yeah. the blended whiskeys do, so I don't see why <laughs> my lagavulin wouldn't right. either. But, Agreed. you know, I, I stuff changes over time. You know, and you get different people at the distillery, you know, and as much as they try and keep it the same, it, it's not going to be the same. I'm going to give you an out. I'm going to give you an out right now. The out is you smell them after they've just been poured. A lot of more vitality going on in there with the vapors. and, and, and Mr. You know, Wheelhouse. So I'm going to give you an out. After it made it all the way around here, and I nosed them. They've been open for a while. Man, we're not even splitting hairs. We're splitting freaking atoms, dude. It was like, oh, it's the same damn thing. So I don't think it's that close. It, I think it's close, but not that close. It's not that close. The, the, nose, the nose on the older one... <laughs> Is it's, they're, they're, the noses are much closer. The older one has a it has a richness to it that and, and kind of a a twang to, for lack of a better word, a twang to the the, the mid to late no, palate that is that is better. It's the difference. The the, the younger one, maybe it's because it's been open for a while. It's, it's lost some of that rich potency. It's not the one I gave you. I gave you the other one. I, you I don't appreciate one. your ruse. <laughs> your clever attempt to trick me. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And so, so that, that's, why, that's why I looked at them. So, yes, I do know which is older and which is younger. But the, the key is I looked at them and I'm like, is that what I would expect? But it isn't what I would expect. I would expect the, the younger one to have more, you know, more rich flavor and the, the older one to be kind of earthier. And what is it? I, So I didn't even look at which one. That one so, was. So, so that's, that's the, the older that's one. The old that's the younger one. There, we are splitting close. hairs. I'll Completely. give you that. I'll give you that. But there's enough difference if you if you think about it, there is difference. One one is a little bit richer than the other one. Just a, just a tad. And I, I think, think. I think it's the older one. A little richer. I, I disagree. You know? I think it's the newer one. What? <laughs> well, let's get our guest's opinion on All this. Right. Greg, what do you right. feel about yeah. this? I the, the nose is definitely different, and yeah, there is a small difference in the taste. The I would have to taste them again. Which would you, out which one get, get, get them which you which did you do you know what you preferred at this at time? Do you no, know? Not top top my head. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> scotch on the bayou without sounding dirty is the mouth feel the same? <laughs> <laughs> the mouth feels exactly Ooh. the same. I would agree. Uh, uh, ABV feels the same. Everything Thanks for about the setup, it, Lee. Honestly, <laughs> I, uh, okay. And to get, to get back to my point about one being open or not, I mean, I, I know we we try not to talk about this, but there. There is a difference between they, do. they oxidize. oxidize. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I would say that this one has, I mean, it's halfway gone, right? It's been sitting up there for a while. There's a difference between that. I, I think that definitely helps. But I think that there's, there, it's almost too close to really decide there's a difference. I think because this is open a little more, it might have a little bit of a difference. If this was brand new, apples to apples, I think it would be even closer to yeah, so I, being the same. And we're talking about. 2011, 2000. We're talking about seven-year difference. Maybe some of the comments. Now, most of the comments were saying five plus years. Yeah. Let's let's. If if you wind it back 15 or 20 years, I know there's a difference. I mean, sure. We talk about this. It's 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 cask selection. It's you know that yeah. it is what it is. But a couple points. Unity. This is what you find on the shelf today. <laughs> is it good or is it not? Is it fair to judge it against this? It's good to talk about it and bring it up, but at the end of the day, this is what you get, kids. This is what's on the shelf. Now, if you happen to find one of these, hey, grab it. Do you go out of your way and spend a lot more money for it, though? No, 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 no. no. Right. There's definitely not enough. 
there is no, not even close enough difference to say, oh, this is definitely worth right. fifty bucks more. No, no not no, even no. close. No. no, I would say it's uh, you would you wouldn't even tell. I mean, yeah. it's, it's that close. I, I would be curious to let this oxidize for six months and then yeah. put it. Can we against... keep it there? <laughs> no, <laughs> because I think that. It, by that Remind point, it would be it would be very close. I know? think it would be too. Um, I think it would be too. So, you know, at the end of the day, what I get out of this whole tasting is that Lagavulin, in the past ten or fifteen years, has done an excellent job of quality control. That's they, exactly where I was going. They're they are leaders. keeping the baseline just like this. Well, and I'm well, good going with back that. to our comments, though, that's the reason why we talked about this. People said there's a difference. Right. I disagree. I think maybe a slight difference. Slight, now, this is—is is this a true comparison well, compared to what they have, they're talking about? Now, maybe not. Let's let's think about this from a different angle. Is there a difference in the liquid in the bottle, or is there a difference in the palate of the person? Someone brought board. that up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we, we are shining examples of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if we're shining, but yes. Our damn examples from five years ago today, I mean, yeah. definitely so, changed. I will say, when we do re-reviews, we are remarkably close. That even, is true. Even on old stuff, this one? on what we actually get. That's true. We didn't yeah. know what we were doing, but we were good at... In we liked it. <laughs> so, in, in my view... Um, if somebody says that Log Balloon has gone to crap in the last five years, I would disagree with them. Well, I, I think that is that is an overstatement of what the difference is between a bottle in 2011 versus a bottle in 2018. Agreed. And Bud Matthews would be happy to come to your house right. and talk oh, yeah. to you about so it. So the, the other <laughs> comment that I want to point out, and there were a ton. I didn't get through them all today. So if, I, if you commented <laughs> and I didn't answer, I'm, I'm still working on them. But there was another comment that said the rumor was is that Log Moon is actually running out of some of their older age casks, and I've so that. that they are moving. That's why they're introducing hmm. yep. an eight, an eleven, a nine, a twelve. They're 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 really trying to set us up to freaking understand that it's going to start scaling back. And if that's the case, it's time to freaking bring out the guns and cause a revolution, bud. Because <laughs> uh, you know when Log Moon sixteen is not on the shelves anymore. <laughs> well, so it'll be selling the shelves. It'll just be two one hundred fifty dollars a bottle. I'm gonna try to hear all that. That's what's gonna happen. Is when, it when, you, when, they, when you run out of time for that. So the, the thing about Logville, <laughs> it will be different. The, the master blenders do whatever they can to try and keep them the same. Sure. But it's a natural product. It is. It's different grains. It's different barrels. It's different. different all that. Yeah, exactly. I I will say that the thing that I picked up out of all the comments is the great range of prices for Lagavulin 16 <laughs> everywhere. God. That's yeah. amazing. You know, we get people that are like, oh, it's 150 bucks where I'm at, you know, or translated into all the way down to like, it's $48. Why would you guys pay $100 for that bottle? And it's like, well, that's what it is. At our yeah. 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 I would love to pay 50 well, you know? And also the appreciation for it. I yeah. mean, like, there's a lot of Lagavulin 16 fans. Yep. No, it's, well, it's yeah. a great. It's a damn it's great. Great. bottle. There was a lot of comments about this is my daily drinker. It's this is my go-to scotch. So if you're not drinking this stuff, you're missing out. Eventually, mm -hmm. all, we've we've said it many times. All roads lead to Island. This this there's a reason why. Um, uh, what's his name? Parks Rec. Um, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman loves this bottle. I mean, it's delicious. It's, it's so freaking good. Mm -hmm. per it's perfect the way it is, straight out of the bottle. I agree. No, Eric had yep. made a comment and said, anybody who says Logwell has gone to crap needs to visit the distillery. I mean, he's been there. I, yeah. I, I, 
very curious to see. I'm 100% pure mustard. What? So you know the, <laughs> There's the, a comment it, from somebody, 100% pure mustard. You know, the, the funny, you know, I mentioned. That's awesome. I think I mentioned I it last say, hey. week about um, one of the uh, sci-fi shows on, I think it's Amazon. It was uh, Lost in Space. So I, I was looking, watching that again, because my wife's getting into it as well. Okay. And Lost in Space, one of the guys on Lost in Space, so that's what year is that, 20, 2050, 2100, whatever, whenever they got, they can go to different galaxies. One of the guys is a smuggler, and he smuggles two right. different scotches. One of them is Log Wound 16. Yeah. Oh, I watched that. And, and yeah. there's, a, I forget what the other one is, one I didn't, I wasn't familiar with, but Log Wound 16 is one of the smuggled scotches in the future. Because <laughs> it's great. So, and now people are talking. It, it's, some people are bringing up, you know, Lagomo's not their. their I, I want to know more about the White Horse, but some of it's not their their favorite Isla. Yeah, is wonderful. A, I get it. I get it. It might it might not be your favorite Isla. Is that? Is but that this is like this is like the Nike of Scotch. I mean, it's yeah. like I I would say it's it's a lot of things. It's easily accessible. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of liquor stores that you walk into where Lagomo <laughs> might be the only Isla on the shelf, right? It is reasonably priced. In most areas, I mean, even for us, it's a hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. it's you can go buy a right. bottle of it. You know what I mean? And it's sixteen years old for a hundred bucks, so I don't consider it like outrageously expensive, even at that price point. Uh, and it's just a good drinker. You know, I I don't have any problems with it. Are there other ones? You know, like like an Ardbeg Ten or something like that? Sure, man, I drink that too. You're at the right bar if you came for uh, samples <laughs> and, and to try stuff out. We're doing that tonight. Yeah. I, I love Lagavulin, I, but I also like the I like I love the other islas too. They're all mm -hmm. unique to me. And like we said earlier, I mean seriously, you line them up and and we'll smell them. You know Lafroy, bro. You know an Arbeg. Oh, yeah. You know Lagavulin, right? I, it it just they they're unique. They are what they are. They they bring their own profile to it, and I love yeah. them all for it. Now, if I had to pick one that I was gonna you know take to the bunker with me for the long haul, <laughs> probably gonna be this one. <laughs> Yep. Oh, I hope we don't end up in the bunker. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody I, says that's where we're going. I don't, <laughs> I don't have enough logable in front of the bunker. No, we can all go to Bud's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that that was very serendipitous that you showed up with this because it, it worked for answering these comments and, yep. and talking about the topic. Thank you. But, um, You're welcome. It was fun to go through. Am I enlightened? I, am I surprised? Not really. That's kind of what I expected. It's kind of, no. I mean, actually, it's what I hoped for. I'd hate to have seen some drastic change. Oh, my gosh, it is crap. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, Honestly, ah. it, was, it was fun because we got to answer that question. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because uh, you don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, that was before we started our channel. You know? I was trying to go and see how much Bud wanted to pay for a 26-year log room, but... Now, you guys want to get into the distillery editions of the log room, and see, we walked into it. Well, that's another story. That's another story. I thought he was going to punch me, because I, I, I was going to buy the bottle. I found it, I asked for it first, and he's like, you're going to buy it? I'm like, yeah, and he just gives me a look like I'm the freaking, the meanie. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, have you seen my coin? <laughs> <laughs> He but there's only one. He didn't give me a chance. He's just like, buy it. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I might, I'm like, I think I even saw it first. Tough luck, I asked her to get it down. Mark's it. buying it, and I'm kidding. He did one of these things. He's no, like, that, hey, that guy's yeah. gone. You guys are crazy. Uh uh. I, you guys already forced me to open one tonight that I didn't want to, which I'd, I'd like another glass of it. Why don't you grab that bottle, please? 
All right, and, and so like, uh, we got a few minutes left, guys. Good show tonight. Thank you, Greg, for coming tonight. Uh, thank you for sharing stuff. Thank you, Michael, for sharing your stuff as well. Um, Log of 16. Our first, I mean, technically we did do a re-review. I think it was Talisker. Yeah. That was, was our 100th. I think. Yeah, yeah our hundredth review. Yeah, that's been long. It's so been we are now years. we are close to two fifty, I think, reviews. Wow, really? So, yeah. Um, wow. And so that's coming up, but you know we've got a lot of things to to, to be grateful for. Have a glass. Grateful boys. for you guys. Grateful for Greg. Grateful for all the friends. We have people family. from all over the world. Oh, yeah. Glasgow, Australia, awesome. and oil rig and where? <laughs> Azerbaijan. I gotta look this up. I don't even know. Good time. Good, great show. Yeah. Um, hey, just a quick shout. Three seats left, people. Three. That's Three it. Three seats left on the bus. It is... How can they find out about more information? Uh, Go to our website. www.scotchfordummies.com. I mean... Grab the last three seats because it's going to be epic. No, gonna be We're so still fun. working we're on it. Working out ways. Um, things are definitely now, now that we've up. almost filled up the bus. Now we're working on all the cool stuff we're going to do while I, we're on the bus. All the merch, all the distillery uh, extra yeah. things we're doing. Wowzer! Um, and just for those of you that are already on the bus, I did send out an email to everybody that's registered. I hope you got it. I'm looking for a reply. I did ask for some information back from you, so yep. make sure you get back to us. Um, What's in store for the Horizon, guys? Uh, what do we it got? Sounds going like re reviews are something we should do periodically because. Well, I, I can tease this much. I can tease this much. Monkey Shoulder is coming. What? We're going to re review that guy. Yeah. Yep. That's I a mean, great everyday drinker. We can probably do that but right now. It's, <laughs> so that, it's coming uh, out. Do we need to go late tonight, guys? And, and so we, we've got a couple. We're, we're going to change a, a little bit of a format up, and we're going to throw a, quick, a couple of quick hitters out here in the yep. near future that are going to start popping out here and there. Um, not not Monday reviews, but just quick hitter type things of some bottles that we want to review and get out there, but might not um, do a four-person. Right, exactly. A full, right. right. So right. be on the lookout for that kind of stuff. Yep, exactly. Um, we are heading down to Kentucky, hopefully here in a couple, couple months. months. Yep, so, so that's coming up. That's we didn't get around to those tonight. No, but we town. but we need to schedule that with Alan. Make sure okay, because yeah, yeah. yeah. he's on. Yeah, it'd be awesome to actually have him on the show. And, and remember, Burns night in a couple days. That's yes. right. Get your <laughs> No, Alan, I am a fan of the DE. Um, just answering a comment. So anyway, <laughs> to Burns night. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. To the haggis? To the haggis. To the haggis. <laughs> to the haggis. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Cheers, week. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Thanks. guys.